the American Broadcasting Company Radio Network presents Space Patrol! High adventure in the wild, vast reaches of space. Missions of daring in the name of interplanetary justice. Travel into the future with Buzz Corey, Commander-in-Chief of the Space Patrol! In today's transcribed Space Patrol adventure, Buzz and Happy are aboard the Terra 5, rushing toward the planet Saturn. Suddenly, another ship fires at them. It was close, Commander. He's getting drained with those torpedoes. They'll try a basic action. Why don't we give this our friend his own medicine? Fire a few blasts with our space cannon. We can't see. We've got to think about those people in Saturn City. If we destroy Drokoff, we destroy the only person who can cure that epidemic. We can't fight back. So all Drokoff has to do is keep firing until he hits us. We'll be back in a moment with the exciting story, The Weed of Despair. Better schools build better communities. All schools that have large, airy classrooms, well-equipped, and even more important, they should have an adequate teaching staff. Many of our schools fail to reach these standards. Three out of every five classrooms in the nation are overcrowded, and there's a shortage of 72,000 elementary teachers. The solution is more action by more people in more places. Join and work with local civic groups and school boards who are actively seeking to improve educational conditions. Find out how citizens in other communities are taking action to improve their schools. For such background information and for guidance, simply write to Better Schools, 2 West 45th Street, New York 36, New York. Help our schools keep pace with the birth rate. Now, back to today's exciting Space Patrol adventure, The Weed of Despair. Commander Corey and Cadet Happy are aboard the Terra 5, bound for the planet Saturn to investigate a strange malady that has afflicted Saturn City. Leading doctors of the United Planets are unable to explain the cause of the sickness, which leaves its victims suffering from strange fatigue and anxiety. Many of the city's leaders have been affected by the spreading epidemic, and Buzz fears that immediate action is needed to prevent a serious disaster. Commander, if the doctors can't do anything about the sickness, what are we supposed to do? Our job is to keep the people in Saturn City from hurting themselves and others. Well, I've read in the medical reports, sir, nobody gets violent. It's the opposite, in fact. They, they just sit around and brood and worry. Exactly. Every motion seems a tremendous effort to them. used to happen. As the sickness progresses, they become afraid to take any sort of action for fear it might be the wrong thing to do. Then it's all in their mind. Yes, that doesn't make the effect of the sickness any less real. I still don't see how we can. Setting up a temporary camp outside the city in a small atmosphere cell. In case Saturn City has to be quarantined, we can rotate skeleton crews in two positions and operate the city by remote control. We should reach Saturn in about two hours, then we're just over the orbit of the sixth moon, Titan. Titan, the sixth moon of Saturn, is the only satellite in the solar system with a natural atmosphere. Prospectors like Mort Stocker and Reese Haviland, with little money for spacesuits or small atmosphere shells, Take advantage of this fact in their search for valuable minerals. Their small, powerful surface truck roars over Titan's rough terrain. Nice kid right over that hill, Lee. I think you're rocking. Flashes in the sky. Flashes over the hill. Okay, I saw him. Green flash. Yeah, yeah. The polka dots. Yeah. No, there wasn't any polka dots. Like I told you, I was looking out the window where I stacked when the first flash came out in space. Meteor. And then several minutes later, the next one came. Once it exploded and hit the ground. The 
it exploded, it isn't going to do us any good, even if it was solid uranium. Look, look, you can see it now. That's where it landed, that, that big scarred place a quarter of a mile ahead. Well, then, and uh, how, how long will that be? Well, 
that's just a few days ago. Maybe uh, 28 days ago. Corey aboard Terra 5 to Titan Station T19. Go ahead. Exactly. The clothes are one thing. And your spaceship is so totally and mysteriously demolished. 
And if I get a look at that receiver, I can tell that it was made here an hour or so this is away. I am from another I don't mean you any harm. In fact, I came here to help you. We can settle that for certain with a Benadar. Yes, sir. Are you sure whether you're telling the truth? You can tell it happy when I get that receiver. Yes, sir. Hmm. The signal cut off. No one knows. Well, rather you know. Yeah? Well, just how are you going to stop it? I hate to do this, but it's quite simple. I am sorry. I think you're not going to do anything. I am getting scared. I am Use your radar. Of course you can. This harmless looking belt is radiating a field of one your brain. Commander! We'll return to our exciting space patrol adventure in just a moment. One of the great men of our time, Dr. Albert Schweitzer. For the past 40 years, Dr. Schweitzer has dedicated his life to his medical mission in French Equatorial Africa, devoting all his personal income to the support of 700 patients suffering from leprosy, malaria, sleeping sickness, and other dread diseases of the jungle. Dr. Schweitzer has just reached his 80th birthday. As a tribute, many Americans will send him a gift through CARE because help for Dr. Schweitzer's hospital is one continuing part of CARE's World Health Program. Your contribution will be gratefully received and carefully spent in the service of humanity. Send it to CARE, New York 16, or to any local CARE office. Specify that it is for Dr. Schweitzer's hospital in Africa. Now back to our exciting space patrol adventure, Weed of Despair. Buzz and Happy landed on Titan, Saturn's fixed moon near a strange scarred area where a spaceship disintegrated in an explosion. While questioning Jeldon, the pilot who survived the disaster, Buzz found evidence that the ship is from another solar system. Suddenly, Jelvin stunned the space patroller with a brain-numbing field that radiated from his belt. Now, Buzz and Happy find themselves in the control compartment of the terrifying with Jelvin standing over them. Now, if your heads are clear, I want you to listen. Understand? We've got our weapons. We can't do anything else. I'm from Talorna, a star system about 80 light years from your solar system. I'm an officer in our Galactic Peace Commission. It's on the order of your space patrol. I can point out a few differences. Perhaps... I'm here to capture an escaped criminal. But you're the law. I'd hate to meet the criminal. I know you're angry. But it was necessary for the welfare of your own people. So to help people, you put us out cold with that radiation field. You tried to take me to your space patrol headquarters, you said. It would take time, and there's none to spare. Not when I have a lead on Dope. He is Dope. The criminal I'm after. After he fled from Tawama, I trailed him to the Procyon system. And then here. I'd intercepted a hyperspace signal from him when my ship developed trouble. I had to land on Titan. I destroyed my own ship so Brokov couldn't spot it. Well, what does his Brokov do that's so dangerous? He brings entire planets under his control. How does he work? I want to show you some pictures. Did you ever see a plant like this anywhere in your solar system? Sorry, how about you, Happy? Sorry, I don't think so. This weed is probably the most dangerous plant in the universe. It looks harmless, but... Just a few of them can pollute the atmosphere for miles around. You know it's poison? I'm not in the ordinary physical sense. But the effect is emotional or psychological. You see this purple sack, a pod? Mm-hmm. When that pod bursts, billions of microscopic spores are released into the air. Many of the spores are breathed by human beings with strange sicknesses to them. What kind of sickness? The great lassitude, the fatigue. The victim is overcome with a sense of hopelessness. Nothing is worthwhile. 
Then comes a horrible anxiety, a formless, faceless worry, and a sense of despair. Saturn City. That's exactly what's happening in Saturn City. But what is Brokoff's purpose? How can he profit by it? Brokoff also has the only cure for this sickness. When your scientists have tried every possible remedy and failed, and the government and its citizens become panicky, and Brokoff will offer a cure for enormous cost. But there is a cure, a positive, definite cure. Yes. Tell us what it is. With your help, our scientists could prepare it and rush it to Saturn City. And it's not as easy as that, Commander. Years ago, the government of Columbus destroyed every weed on the planet where it originated. The remedy is destroyed with the weed. How? Oh. You see, a species of wasp feeds on a substance secreted by the stalk of the plant. When the weeds are killed, the wasp had no more food and died out. But what's the wasp got to do with the cure? The extract is made from the honey of the wasp. That substance counteracts the effect of the force, and only Brokoff has this extract. That's right, Commander. And the supply of the plant. Then you're willing to join forces with us to capture Brokoff? Not only willing, but eager. Fine. It means our ship and your knowledge. The first is that truck you borrowed from the two prospectors. How far away is that truck? About one tour. That will be less than two miles from your measurement range. I'll space upon the prospectors and tell them where the truck is. I'll tell them I've arrested the man. Well, that's fine, Commander. The sooner we go after Drokov, the better. Where do we start looking for him? I only know he's somewhere in this part of your building. I'm going to head for Saturn City and make a few inquiries. Prepare for blast-off, Hap. I'll contact Mort Stocker. Blasting off from the sixth moon was such a vector for the planet Saturn. Now the terrified is a few hundred BUs in the outer perimeter of Saturn's ring. It's a magnificent sight, Commander. Those rings on Saturn, yes. They are beautiful, Danny. From this angle, the rings look smooth and flat. One might even be tempted to try to land on them. Well, if you tried it, your ship would be chewed to pieces in a fraction of a second. Those rings are made up of tiny fragments of rock whirling around Saturn at about ten miles a second. Commander, look at the rear view scope. There's a ship right on our tail. It's on a collision course, but we'd better warn him. Private cruiser, sir. That's all I can tell about it now. He's firing at us. Well, what's he lobbing space torpedoes at us for? Doesn't he know this is a space patrol ship? I think he does, Happy. I'm the one he wants to get. You? But who would want to... Oh, Brokaw. Yes. Commander, do you mind if I try to contact him? Go ahead, Gelwin. Brokaw, this is Gelwin of the Galactic Peace Commission, Paloma Division. Brokaw, do you hear me? Yes, Gelwin. I've been waiting for you. How did you know I was aboard the commander's ship? I intercepted Corey's conversation with the prospector. I've been watching Titan since your own ship landed there. I have also overheard your hyperspace messages, Paloma. Corey knows that you're responsible for what's happening to the people in Saturn City. When you show up with the remedy, you'll be captured. That's right, Drokoff. You won't be able to profit by your extortion plot. I disagree, Commander. You have not seen an entire city in the grip of an epidemic of despair. When the sickness really takes hold, your United Planet government will do anything to obtain the remedy, at any cost. If that's the case, what will you gain by destroying us? Helwin knows too much about me. You two working together could cause me some annoyance. Now, Commander, for the conversation is useless. If you'll excuse me, I will resume the pleasant task of exterminating you. Well, there's no use appealing to his finer sensibility. That's right, Commander. Oh, that was close, Commander. He's getting his range with the torpedo. Why don't we give him some of his own medicine? If we give him a few blasts with our space cannon... Well, we can't. Now, we think about those people in Saturn City. If we destroy Drokov, we destroy the only person who can cure that epidemic. He's gaining on us, sir. Smoking rockets, we can't fight back. 
so all Brokaw has to do is keep firing until he hits me. I'm changing back to half. We're heading for Saturn's ring. But Sir Brokaw can still follow us. He won't follow us where we're going. I'm taking the ship right into the ring. What? Why those chunks of rock will turn this ship into a sin? We'll go in on the tangent. The choice between getting hit with a thousand fragments or one torpedo. Commander, you aren't really going to go into that ring? Yes. And to nudge our way in gently. We'll match our velocity to the particles in the outer rim. We'll be riding along with them, sort of rolling with a pencil. It might work, Commander. Have to run the repeller ray about one tenth time. Yes, sir. We're going to grab a ride on Saturn's merry-go-round. When those particles seem to be standing still, we'll pull into the stream. We're almost at match velocity now, Commander. The repeller ray ought to keep off any particles that come too close. Brokaw's still firing at us. Uh-oh. He's changed sector. Good. That means he won't try to follow us into the ring. Yeah, those particles are all around us now, sir. They look like they're suspended in space outside our viewport. Like a swarm of bees. And if we don't disturb those bees, we won't get stung. Now the trick is to work our way deeper into the ring. Can you do it, sir? If we increase our velocity gradually, as we move toward the inner part of the ring, it ought to work. Then you're going to spiral your way in here through the ring. No. We'll stay in long enough to convince Dorkoff that we're finished and come out through the top. I bet he's already sure that we're still hold. Gellin, better cut in the hyperspace receiver. If Dorkoff keeps in close touch with his Confederates back in Kalama, he may learn something about his plan. Nothing on the receiver so far. I'll try another frequency. All right, Gellin. I think we can work our way out of the ring now. I've got something. There's some code. I can't make it out. Is it people on I don't know. Yes, I'm certain of it. Gellin is dead. We do not have to worry about his meddling anymore. Okay. Not only rid of Gellin, but the commander of the United Planets Space Patrol as well. The fools dived into a ring of fragments that whirl around the planet Saturn. They must have been crowned to pieces. Big work, Commander, just like you say. I've got more good news, Ormach. The situation in Saturn City is desperate. Half the population has become so depressed by the effects of the weed spores that they aren't working. Communication, transportation, power, they're all disrupted. The accident rate is way up. I'll wait a few days for real panic to set in. Then I'll appear with my magic remedy. I'll ask a million credits first. And if the officials triple or delay, my price will go up. I've got quantities of the remedies stashed all over the solar system. There's a supply on Saturn moon number nine in the lunar-type spaceship, all earmarked for Saturn City. The remedy will stay there until they meet my price. I'll keep you informed, Ormark. Joke off out. The lunar-type ship in the ninth moon. You can under- if you only knew what part of the moon. The ninth moon of Saturn. Small, only 200 miles in diameter. It shouldn't take as long to find the ship, unless it's hidden. We'll spiral out of this rock swarm and head for the ninth moon. A few moments later, the Terra 5 emerges from the outer rim of the whirling rings of Saturn, like a silver spark from a spinning grindstone. Once that's about to for Saturn's ninth moon, then comes the long, patient search at the surface of the tiny Saturn. Take six times around, Commander. It'll take about 12 more to cover the surface completely. Every inch of that moon's surface looks just like a net. Commander, look. The right edge of the view stick. That rock? No, it's too smooth for a rock. Increase the sensitivity height. Yes, sir. I think it's a little rapid. Lunar tight ship. Into your space suits. We're going to land. Was such the Terra 5 down on the surface of the moon? Then, in spacesuits and with ray guns ready, they advanced toward the small ship. 
possibly isn't anyone aboard, and we can't afford to take chances. We may have trouble getting into the ship, Commander. Zokov probably locked the hatch. I thought of that. The Talmud port will do the trick. Now you two wait here. I'll go up the ladder first. Yes, sir. Locked, all right. A couple of blasts in the port will take care of that. All right, come aboard. Yes, sir. Preview of next week's exciting Space Patrol adventure in just a moment. Boys and girls, there's a wonderful way for you to get the things you want. Say you want a new bike, or camera, or whatever it is. Well, the way to get it is the United States Savings Bond. Now, here's the plan. You put your dimes and quarters, a part of your money, into your school savings plan. You might want to save cash or fill up a savings stamp album, which holds $18.75 worth of stamps. That's enough to buy a $25 savings bond. Just get started on a thrift habit, and first thing you know, you can buy the things you need with your own money. You will have the fun of watching your dimes and quarters go into dollars. Dollars all your own. Again, the important thing is to be sure you take advantage of your school savings plan each week. You'll find it's lots of fun and smart, too. Now, a preview of next week's exciting Space Patrol story. Buzz and Happy have become infected with a dangerous, weakening sickness and are frantically searching a laboratory on Venus, hoping to find the one medicine that will cure them. If we don't get some of that solution soon, we'll be of no use to ourselves or anything. Well, right now I'm just going on my own momentum. Top shelf, the bottom. Oh, yeah. That's it. That's the limit. Be careful. It's probably all there is in the whole place. 
Broke up. He's got a blast gun. Be with us next week for the thrilling Space Patrol story, The Fugitive from Tolarma. Space Patrol, created by Mike Moser, starring Ed Cameron, Commander Corey, and Lynn Osborne as Cadet Happy, was written by Lou Houston, produced and directed by Larry Robertson, executive producer Helen Moser. Other players were Ken Mayer, Bela Kovach, and Norman Jolly, Dick Wesson speaking. Don't forget to tune in next Saturday at the same time for exciting adventure on Space Patrol! This program is broadcast for armed forces overseas through the worldwide facilities of the armed forces radio service. Space Patrol came to you transcribed from Hollywood. This is ABC Radio Network.